0: Good morning, Zenith and the Cosmos. Welcome back to EXPN The Experience. I'm your boy host with the joy most, Dirk Bradley. And I'm Warren Rustborough. It's a beautiful day on the satellite and our beloved teams are all but twinkled as they sharpen their staves and polish their scrolls awaiting a new Axis quest.
1: After the calibration saw multiple top ranking teams taking a short vacation and minor upgrades to the ring stopped Axis transport for a brief window. We're easing into will surely be an action-packed array of upcoming quests.
0: I can't wait. I feel like a million quinn. Something about a healthy breakfast, a hot shower, and a clean set of duds can really lube up the old feel-good machine. That was my breakfast you ate. I turned
1: my back for a second and you're on my eggs like a raven rat on a festering hot dog.
0: <laughs> I haven't had a festering hot dog for breakfast in days. I think someone woke up on the wrong side of bed today. That's because someone glued my bedsheets together. Don't be such a drama tyrant. It was just a few pints of honey. And the hot shower
1: you took was in my private bathroom.
0: You have a bathroom of your own, Dirk. Yeah, but mine doesn't have flowery snacks in it. I keep telling you those are decorative soaps. Well, that explains all the diarrhea. It sure is a relief to know the source of it after years of mystery squirts. What a time to be alive. And last,
1: but not least of all, that clean set of duds you're wearing is one of my best
0: suits. You look
1: like a man-child wearing the clothes of a child-man.
0: Ah, come on, Rust. Wardrobe theft is the most sincere form of flattery. Haven't you ever heard of following suit? Mm, It's so soft and warm against my skin, like some kind of fabric mouth kissing my shadow zones and wicking away my dermal drippings. Now I know why you wear these every day. I swear
1: to the lords below, Dirk. I'll be pushed from being at my wit's end to being off the wit grid. Things can get dark and messy off the grid, Dirk. I stay cool for a reason. Now answer me very carefully. Did you also take my dryer silk boxers?
0: Fear not, my fellow suited suitor. Trying to get me into underpants is like trying to get a cat into a latex bodysuit. It's all tangles and angers. No, I never touch the stuff. Oh. Good. Wait. Does that mean that you're... Excited for the show? You know it. Let's do the thing where we stop talking and watch cool stuff happen for a while. Jimmy, can we do that? Is it watch time now? I don't see why not. Great, great. Back to you, not us.
2: As the simulation ends, the illusions fade and the room returns to a normal, albeit darkened state. Just as standing in the unlit room begins to grow awkward, you hear Hal mutter and, oh, right, and quickly hustle off towards the control panel, calling out as he does, begin simulation orison y1.7.67. Eight! 1.7.68! For the briefest moment, you see what appears to be a wave of lava forming on the opposite side of the room before Hal's correction dissipates it harmlessly. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of you stand slightly closer together as the new program spools up, the training hall's illusory generators humming to life.
3: That lava thing would have been a really quick mission. Yes. What do you think Halophon is going to do? I bet it's going to be like a gladiator arena, or or that show where people run around the obstacle courses while the gladiators try to stop them.
2: The lights flicker and pulse as the simulation sparks to life, the hum shifting to a droning buzz. Flashes now, like lightning strikes, from several directions. A storm? The realization crashes upon you with more force than any thunderclap. This is Halifon's challenge, and he is pulling no punches. Fallow Crown, can you confirm that Gaspar was in fact kidnapped by Halifon's aunt during the hero draft? Was his absence merely some kind of publicity stunt? the press <laughs> <laughs> oh
4: <laughs> oh no I have no comments for you next question
2: at that I would like each of you to take a brief moment to come up with one journalist who is sitting in this room and a couple of questions for your co teammates for your teammates the co is redundant <laughs> also if you can think of a name of the publication that they represent in this press conference all publications of all styles and levels of credibility are represented there are fashion publications there are sporting magazines there are news journal like investigative journalists there are tabloid gossip paper rights you know anything anything goes in this hub press conference where are we starting A woman speaks up. Ariana DeVoid, Zenith. Penelope, how do you suppose your friends and family back home feel about your success here on Hub? Do you suppose any of them were hoping you'd bring the crown back to their plane and become
3: a local team? Uh, They probably find it very strange, but um, my understanding is that there's been an influx of travel to Epdemonia lately. Um, I'm sure they're very happy about that.
2: She writes as you speak, scribbling with her pen. Another journalist. Damon from Balance. Penny, do you suppose the influx of tourists to Evdemonia is upsetting the balance of that plane? Do you feel any responsibility for events that may transpire a result of your abandoning your home?
3: Um, no, I, it's. It's an axial plane. I don't think you could really befoul it. You can't really have too many people swimming in the wine lake. It's, it's more of a concept than, than a place, really.
2: Interesting. He writes.
0: A tall figure stands up from the crowd, its skin pearlescent and gleaming with slime. Tentacles descend from a place where a mouth should be. It speaks, and it echoes in your minds.
5: Hello. Yeah. I am Alir from Sports Illustrated,
2: <laughs>
5: the monthly mind control magazine. Mind control is seen by many as taboo, and yet deontological arguments aside, prevention of violent crimes through will denial is a time-honored tradition in adventuring. If faced with a situation where an enemy would do harm to an innocent and mind control were the only option, Would you dominate the will of another?
1: This is not a kind of magic that I personally have any understanding of, but my knowledge is still fledgling, to say the least. Uh, I suppose situationally in the future, uh, something temporary, but I'll have to look into it. I've never studied that much enchantment.
3: (laughs) Not all fey-cast enchantments. And I'm a little offended that you would even imply that.
5: Your defensiveness speaks volumes.
3: I have never enchanted anyone, so write that down. The fans disagree, Penny.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Your question implies that I either have or will have the power to dominate someone's will. No comment. (laughs) If there is like a home study
5: course. A follow-up question, if you will. We are always interested in finding people to allow us to sponsor them. Would you wear this sports ill-fated hat that is a totally ordinary hat?
4: Wow, you're going to bring this question
5: up to me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is very insensitive.
5: We also have a scarf. Again, this is a totally ordinary scarf. It
1: doesn't complement our team colors at all. I'm afraid I'm going to have to hard no.
5: Are you sure? Just for a few minutes? It's a very ordinary hat. I respect your tenacity <laughs> Okay, give me that hat
0: <laughs> This is a normal hat, yes? He passes you a beanie that just says uh, Sports Illithated on it And it's got what looks like an illithid head I put it on top of the rider's head uh, As soon as you put it on, you can feel a powerful Will overriding the existing one But because your wisp is functionally The same thing as a brain uh, It kind of just ignores it Wow <laughs>
4: Can somebody escort him out the room? Oh, what? <laughs> the socks. <laughs>
6: and he's uh, escorted out.
1: Go sell your merch at a card table. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Hi, Aspen Vancaster from Major Image, and
1: I have a question for Mr. Iavos Isadora. Iavos, your skin is as gray as ash. How do you coordinate with the bright, vibrant colors of your team? Uh... I suppose I've just done my best to work it into small things. Uh, I, they say part of my aesthetic is a lot of trinkets. Uh, thankfully, they're easy to highlight with the colors of our choice, and weaving the threads that hold my robes together is a nice way to
3: slip in a little bit of teal and
1: copper. It's not perfect, but uh, fashion was never my strong
3: suit. On that note, a androgynous figure stands up. They are nondescript with slicked back hair. Yes, hello. This is Deuce Centennial of Surla Abel. Ayavos, on that note, the Abelites have noticed your distinct lack of fashion and have raised funds for a charity makeover. How do you envision your new style? I find it very strange to start
1: a fundraiser without informing the person it is for beforehand. Uh, It seems to step outside of the uh, realm of fashion consent, I don't know. Uh... I don't plan on changing my look very much. These things I wear are part of who I am in my history. Uh, though I suppose if there was an event or something, I would let someone doll me up. I'm very uncomfortable with this question. There's a lot of information I'm getting I was unaware of. Okay. Everybody, we
4: don't have to know about his uh, fashion. A seven-foot-tall, 400-pound, eight-winged angel... <laughs> Uses a mall as a microphone. A smiteal, a downbringer from the book of exclusive feeds. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, We've heard Hal recite uh, your tenants um multiple times. At least our sources say that they come from you. Are you uh tempting him towards heresy? Are you taking one of our? blessed sons away from us?
1: I have no intentions of changing Hal's faith or affiliations of any kind other than making sure he's part of the team. Spoken like a true heretic. <laughs> um,
6: yes, I have a question, if I may.
1: <laughs> and a very short, curly-haired, near-spherical figure covered with some freckles, some pimples, thick bottle frame glasses, uh, and a plaid shirt tucked into
6: his two high pants. Says mm-hmm. Chib Quietly from Zenith MV Magazine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Zenith MV.
7: <Envy. laughs> <laughs>
6: My questions for Penelope Farthing: um, What method do you have for the young children who watch the LUQ and look up to the heroes as the role models?
3: Well, I would say to them. I love you all so much, and you have so much boundless potential to be anything that you want to be. (laughs) Boundless potential. That's very
6: funny. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of fashion, I want to direct it towards Gaspar, who's clearly the most fashionable member of the team. Uh, Who are you wearing tonight?
4: (laughs) 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 I'm rocking the Yugo Loth. I know they've had a few... Incidents questioning their ethics, but they make good clothes.
6: Speaking <laughs> of questionable ethics, I was referring to the new head you're sporting
3: on your hip. It seems you change them as often as shoes. So, in regards to fashion, I'm wearing a line of fade travel clothes called Fon Voyage, Penny says, interrupting on behalf of Gaspar. Who no, asked? <laughs> <laughs> Roman Fade,
2: Quests Illustrated. If I may, on several occasions now, your team has resorted to violence first and asking questions later. Do you consider yourselves heroes or
3: heels? I think that's for our fans to decide. Next question. <laughs> uh, Tim Messenger here. Hi, hi. Uh, Penny, what's your perfect Sunday? Oh, that's a good one. Um, my perfect Sunday has three scoops, hot fudge, and the rainbow sprinkles.
2: Hot fudge, very good. He writes down.
3: Yes, this is Ducentennial again from Sula Abel. Gaspar, as an Abelite, when are you planning to return home? And do you even have family to return to? You can see that this comment absolutely
4: hurts Gaspar. It is so clear. No comment. I always just puts his hand comfortably on Gaspar's shoulder, sensing the uh, the pain from underneath the table he's going to load and unload his crossbow over and over again. <laughs>
2: oh. Roman fade again Quest Illustrated Iavos fans are asking your low strength sets pretty severe limitations on how much equipment you can carry. Why waste so much of it on a great sword you have no proficiency with?
1: Ah well <laughs> uh, it's important to me uh, Belonged to someone very important to me and I hope to return it to them someday. Can't leave it behind.
3: Avos Isadora, this is Grace Devine from EXPN. Oh, big fan. I was a big
1: fan of your goat stew recipe from a couple of weeks ago. The parsnips were brilliant.
3: Oh, well, thank you so much. You're so sweet. Well, my question is, as a practitioner of both arcane and divine magic, how would you compare the two, or note their differences?
1: My goodness, the depth of this question. I don't seek out magic of any fashion I take what is given to me and use it to the best of my abilities there is very little choice in the gifts that I unlock so I don't have a preference personally though I will say the magic I enjoy casting the most is healing
0: then can you answer for the fact that you keep taking wizard levels
3: instead of cleric I needed fourth <laughs> level feats <laughs> well aren't you sweet as pie follow up question for Penelope Farthing. Hun, I understand your nature is to play bocce ball and grab ass all day? Why are you down here playing with swords and shields? I... I don't know. I just think there's more to life than playing games and going on orgy tours sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs)
7: Torgies.
3: (laughs) Torgies. (laughs) I hear they schedule those now. You know, am I getting a cut every time they mention my name? I don't think I am. And here's just a little more food for thought. You might want to think about what happens to axial creatures who defy their axes. Mm.
1: Aspen Vancaster here with a question for the whole team, and it's buzzing on everyone's lips and minds. Who is the Fallow Crown going to choose for their team captain?
3: I don't think we've had this discussion as a group yet fully. No, we haven't, we haven't really talked about it.
1: I mean, I know that we all have different strengths... And if we are to proceed with league things, uh, Halophon does have a quite encyclopedic knowledge of at least plays and field strategy, but there's so much more to this that we're learning on daily. It
3: will require a lot of deliberation. I think all of us are good candidates.
2: When Iava suggests Hal as the team captain, there's like a a light coin collecting chime sound and a little plus one appears above his head. Hal is clearly on the controls somewhere.
1: We get points for ass kissing. (laughs)
2: <laughs> over over an unseen intercom Not really, I just appreciate it <laughs> Tom Grey Rogue Gaspar What's your number one piece of equipment No specialist should embark on an adventure without? I would say a good cloak It is very versatile hmm. Predictable He says, <laughs> looking slightly disappointed Zanderveis Power creep Gaspar If you possessed a Hydra's head and then you cut it in half, would you possess both of the new heads or only one of them?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not at liberty to discuss future
0: tactics. Ooh. That's very good. Gaspar over here stonewalling the press
3: while y'all are just dumping your heart. I learned it from last time. (laughs) (laughs) Gaspar, this is Deuce again. How do you respond to allegations that the seat of your trousers are an item of holding and that you haven't registered them?
1: (laughs) (laughs) How much you get paid as a part-time cake smuggler? Uh, uh.
4: The amount of cake I smuggle is my own business.
6: (laughs) Chip Quietly from Zenith Envy Magazine. (laughs) It's important for an LUQ team to be in front of the media as much as possible, and I can't help but notice that you all have been doing top-secret missions off-cam for quite a while now. How do you explain this lack of publicity, and what are you getting up to back there in the secret shadows? Well, we are given... Quests, and we go and
1: do them, where they are and what they involve, haven't been that much up to us.
3: I think the real question is, why do other teams feel they need to be in front of the cameras all the time? They're not even plurals. <laughs> and we're just following the stipulations of the
4: quests
5: we are given. That's a question for the commission, not us. And quite frankly, I'd say that not all of us are in the dark as to what the Fallow Crown has been doing behind closed doors. Sorry, Perry the satellite. I have a question. Many believe that Halifon Orison was supposed to be the next greatest thing. It was even believed that he was taking a step down by joining the Fallow Crown. And yet throughout your novice career, you all have developed so dramatically, whereas Halifon is still stuck to his same old tricks. What do you say to the reality that you're outpacing
6: him?
1: Dirk, first of all, why are you reading? Second, why are you reading while we're live? And third, why of all the things you could be reading, would you be reading a newspaper again while we're live?
0: Oh, sorry, pal. Uh, You know, I've been thinking. Do tell. You're always saying I need to put the work in and get my life back on track. Wake up earlier. Wash your legs instead of letting the water run over them. Take out the garbage instead of using it as bedding. Contribute to this and that. Yes,
1: I definitely do say those things more often than I should have to.
0: Well, consider me officially on that grind. Now that I have a regular food source, an all-new wardrobe, and a comfortable forever home. Absolutely not. Figuring it's about time for the next leg of the ladder. First, I applied to every business on the street and all the other streets, too. That didn't work so well, so I went to a job placement agency and took their quiz test to find out what kind of job is perfect for me. And after some ink smears and countless checkboxes, they generated the perfect job for old Dirk Bradley. Problem is, I can't seem to find sex clown on any of these classifieds. Dirk, you
1: realize you have a job, right? Wait, I do? Did I get a column back? When do I start? No, you bathmat. I mean this job. The job you're debatably doing right now. Oh. (sighs) Well, in the interest of keeping this position and program a source of income, why don't we move on
0: to some ads? Great. That'll give me time to finish reading this hilarious comment. Dirk... That's a crossword puzzle. Ah, now I get it. Ha <laughs> ha, classic.
7: Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice. A horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again.
1: Well, now those people are dead, and I'm here to tell you that now is the best time to invest in the future of tabloids, newspapers, magazines, zines, mags, and newsloids. Hi, I'm Magnus Prime from Well-Read Wizard Subscriptions. Our catalog of available written word and photography media has something for everyone. Everyone seems smarter with a few magazines on their table. If you subscribe to our service just once, not only will you get a free month of magazines, but a lifetime of endless newsletters, reminders of renewal, and an open window to all similar services to contact you and offer you even more wonderful deals. And that's a promise. Get classic subscriptions like Rogue, Teen Rogue, Cosmospolitan, Orbs Magazine, Sur La Abel, Zenith Envy, Roll Playboy, Lawful Good Housekeeping, Eleven Tween, Power Creep, and Sports Illustrated, including the skin suit Edition. All these and more titles to choose from. Unlock the magic of fat stacks of paper covered in pictures and words to keep in your family for generations and fill your empty, desolate closets. Call Well-Read Wizard Subscriptions today for instant lifetime membership. We'll be waiting. You ain't seen nothing yet. Hey you Cuties! the mid-roll is like the belly button of the podcast, so let's gaze inside together. This week's mid-roll is all about the three P's. The first P is participation. We are thrilled every time we interact with fans online, be it Twitter, Facebook, or our amazing Discord community. Seriously, it's always great. When you tag us, talk about us, or become part of the LUQ Discord family, we will always try to let you know that you are seen doing it. We love it and we really do chat all the time in the Discord. Also, leaving a review of the show is a really easy way to win us over. Maybe even make us blush a little bit and stuff. The second P is Patreon. It makes the show possible. We have great rewards, loads of homebrew D&D content from the show, maps, monsters, music, and more. At the highest tiers, you can write a character to join the battle axis and become part of the world's meta, or you can get your name mentioned with the legendary mid-roll teams. Welcome to, or welcome back, to the $25 a month club to Mike Gordon, Ludus Anderson, and Scott Daniel Comerford. Our current legendary teams are the Twilight Concord, the Forgotten Legacy, the Ceaseless Horde, and this week's featured team, the Titans Rise, with Darce Male, Bedlam, Evelyn and Big Boy Roy. The third P is pins. Get them while they still exist. This may be a limited edition item, and everyone who's been sharing photos of their pins with us has told us how much they love this product. So get it for yourself and let us know. They're going fast. To contact Slapdash Studios, use the email admin at slapdashstudios.com or send your physical mail to PO Box 230091, Tigard, Oregon 97281, as long as it's not homemade food. These are great ways to ask questions about getting ads on the show, sharing fan art, and reaching out to the folks behind the scenes. And if you can't get enough Slapdash, follow us on Twitch. Monday nights, Dana hosts new episodes of the LUQ. Wednesday nights, me and Zach play our cooperative Pokemon Soul Link Nuzlocke. Thursday nights, Dana plays awesome games on PennyPlays. And during the rest of the week, you can join Zach in the mornings for his exercise video game streams, and me middayish for Lawcraft or whatever else I feel like playing. If our numbers keep growing on Twitch, we can do a whole bunch of new projects in the future, and that sounds like fun. But I'm all out of peas, so let's get you back to the battle axe.
2: Perry's question hangs heavy in the air. Iavos, your wisdom is enough to realize this hall of illusions, this press conference, isn't real. None of these people are actually in the room. These questions were programmed. This isn't Perry asking you. It's Hal.
3: That can't be true, can it, Iavos? Are we holding Hal back? I think what
1: has happened here is Hal set the bar, and we did our best to meet it, but he hasn't stopped doing it. Going out on adventures with him, it's what keeps us sharp. We have to compete with him. He is the
4: goal for us." I like the image of while you're having this whispered conversation, Gaspar stands from the seat. He's flailing the loaded crossbow around. What are your metrics to decide this question? What are your statistics? How is he being outpaced? What gives you the right to determine that? No response? Cite your sources.
2: The image of Perry twitches. It flickers. It doesn't seem to be able to respond to this question. It hasn't been programmed that way. You hear how on the back end... Sheet. Uh... Uh... Activate, activate, Orison Delta 1.6.9. The room dissolves around you. You're now equipped in armor, your weapons. Standing before you is Hal. A strange light in his eyes. Behind him, you see Perry, his skin waxy, his eyes burning red. He whispers to Hal, "They aren't your friends. They're holding you back. Why don't you cut them loose?" And he takes a step back.
6: Roll initiative. I like it. Oh like Grimer my gosh. Worm Tongue, here. That's a that's a good
0: one. Did no. you say Grimer Worm Tongue? <laughs> what what is it? A uh, grima. Why did I say Grimer? Because you like Pokemon. Pokemon. And I Alba do love Legend Pokemon. I want to see. I want to see somebody redraw all of the Lord of the Rings characters as Pokemon no. using. Ex- oh man, who would? Oh, sorry. No, no, not now. Not now.
7: <laughs> I mean,
0: Ferrothorn's <laughs> obvious.
2: <laughs> I got a four for initiative. <laughs> yeah, I got a fifteen. All right, uh, guess bar? Nineteen. All right, guess bar. Hal is going to give you a nine on your roll instead. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you use my gift against us?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Clever devil. So good.
2: Penny, what was yours? 15. 15. Gaspar, what's yours if you have a nine on the die? 13. 13. With a wave of his hand, the vampiric entity of Perry summons a swarm of bats which cascade over Hal, surrounding him in a cloak of darkness. You can no longer see him. Penny, it is now your turn.
3: We can't fight Halifon.
4: If Hal can do that move, he's outpaced us.
3: I won't kill him. Uh, Weaken him, and I will try to put him to sleep. Whatever subdues
1: him, just remember this is an illusion.
3: I'll try. Okay, everyone, behind me. I'm the Vanguard and Shot Caller for this one. Penny is going to start banging her shield and cast heroism on herself with a first level spell slot. Nice. With her bonus action, she gives Gaspar bardic inspiration. A sweet embrace makes feelings show, so fell your friend with loving blows. All right. Is that it for your turn, Penny? Yeah, she's positioning herself squarely in front of. IAVOS, and Gaspar is free to satellite.
2: All right, Gaspar, that makes it your turn.
3: Benny, you're shot calling. What are we doing? Gaspar, you flank. See if you can get attacks on... What was his name? Uh, Philagree! Yes, maybe if we take him out first, it might snap Hal out of whatever's going on. Or at any rate, he certainly has fewer hit points. Don't get too close. If Hal pursues you, lead him back to me. By the way, since the press room has disappeared, where are we
2: now? You are in what appears to be a manor house. Gothic, dark, spiderwebs around the corners. You're sort of quintessential vampire manor. Hal's imagination, while rampant, is drawn to cliches. He was a big fan of the Ravenloft comics back in the day. Yeah.
4: Gaspar is then going to hop off of Penny's back then shoulder, attempt to swing on a chandelier, and then perch himself on one of the archways, which I'm guessing has like steel framed windows.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that all works out. Uh, Go ahead and roll me an acrobatics check, Gaspar, for your parkour. Yeah, that's a natural 20 for 30 very nice without issue you land on a window ledge you are now 30 feet above the ground I'm in position for the flank I
4: do not have eyes on Hal good I'll let you know if he moves then I'm going to shoot a crossbow bolt at filigree
2: okay go ahead and fire that is a 12 to hit a 12 misses Anything else on your turn? That's it. Okay. After Gaspar is Hal exploding out of the cloud of bats. Hal charges Penny. You can see that he's not home. Something has compelled him to fight you, and he will fight you with everything he has. He takes a swing with his bone glaive directly at you. Why am I trying to roll D10s for...
3: that's okay if you want. Right. (laughs) To hit, yeah. It's an
2: 83
4: to hit. Right. It's
1: 2d10, though. All
2: right. Uh, Penny, 27 to hit you. I'm going to assume is probably a...
3: That's a hit, but it's not Pathfinder, so it's not a crit.
2: Right, yeah. Uh, So you take 12 points of damage from the strike.
3: He moves in faster than Penny can track. And suddenly, she's on the end of his glaive, spitting up blood. But she grits her teeth.
1: Iavos. Iavos slides up next to Penny on her shield side, in case she wishes to be more defensive. And knowing Hal, as he does, he's just going to do his best to slow him down. So Ayavos is going to reach out and gently tap Hal on the forehead. Uh, how's that wisdom save of
2: yours, bud?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Hal, <laughs> I, I will I will roll it. Uh, there is one slight complication, Iavos. Mm-hmm. The moment that you enter Hal's melee range, mm. the Glaive whips away from Penny and into you. That's fine. That might miss. Iavos, does an eleven hit your AC? I got a twelve, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh my gosh. I
2: rolled I rolled a five. Hal's attack of opportunity misses, but it becomes clear the version of how you were fighting and is a version he has not yet grown into.
3: Mm. Be careful, Iavos. I haven't studied these maneuvers yet. I'll do what I can.
1: Uh, Please roll the same shittiness with your wisdom save. A wisdom save, yes. (laughs) A six, Iavos. A hold person. Okay. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. At the end of each turn, the target can make another wisdom saving throw and on a success, the spell ends. That lasts for one
2: minute. End of his turn, got
1: it. Uh, using the rest of his movement, Iavos is going to slide back behind Penny and her tanky deer bulk and just ready another spell when the time
2: comes. Not holding an action, obviously, just uh, he's he's prepared. Okay. Does that end your turn? That'll end my turn. All right. Back at the top of the initiative, we have Perry. Perry waves a hand, turns into a bat himself, and flies into the swarm, which then lifts into the air to surround Gaspar. This
4: ruined so many of my plans. <laughs> <laughs> a swarm
1: of bats will often do that. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's
4: just grocery shopping. Like, <laughs> but he turned into a man and hid in the cloud, dude.
0: Yeah, he did. That's he good. did do that.
2: You know, Hal really doesn't fucking like journalists, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gaspar, a swarm of bats surrounds you, biting and flapping i guess technically there's probably just bites i don't think i bats... flapping yeah I, I don't think bats really have claws to claw with it's so like an unarmed attack kind of just beating you up yeah Ooh, gaspar how's a six that's gonna miss yeah yeah i think it will you are surrounded by bats but they are biting ineffectually at your leathers i
4: protect myself with my handy dandy adventurer's cloak there mm-hmm. you go yeah
2: <laughs> awesome the adventuring cloak Never leave home without it. Joke's on you. This just makes me look cooler.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Penny, your turn. Okay. So first off, Penny does manage to main concentration on her heroism spell through Hal's attack. Oh, good. So at the beginning of her turn, she automatically gains three hit points. And um, Hal is immobilized right now. Is that right? Uh, Paralyzed is the condition. I think that, yeah.
2: Incapacitated, and I think that Melee attacks are crits if they hit. Yeah, if they hit. And you have advantage, I'm pretty sure, to hit. Yes.
3: Yeah, That won't that snap him out of it, though? Uh, no. Doesn't say so. Nope. Wow. All right. Okay, so first I'm going to give bardic inspiration to Iavos. Mm-hmm. Fleet of foot and battle fired. Muscles flex and never tire. And then Penny is going to shake her head kind of sadly. I'm sorry, Halifon. And she's going to stab him. All right roll an attack with love Zach. Sure. don't make that face <laughs> that is a 23 23 will hit
2: Hal is armored more heavily than you have seen him before but you are still able to pierce with your weapon
3: assuming I don't have any bonuses to damage that is 5 damage
2: 5 damage is that total
3: uh, yes okay
2: halved to 2 because Hal is raging alright is that the end of your turn it is. Gaspar, you're surrounded by bats. That is all. That's all? <laughs> yep. Well, it's your turn, yeah. and you're surrounded by bats. Is the
4: chandelier lit?
2: It's lit. It's, it's dim- the room is dimly lit. Okay. It's lit. <laughs> I'm going to take the disengage
4: action. Okay. Hop onto the chandelier, dismount it, but on its way back, I'm going to toss a flask of oil, uncorked so that it, some of it ignites towards the swarm of bats. Okay. I don't know if you can see that in your mind's eye, if that, and if that all makes sense.
2: Basically, you're trying to rain fire down upon the bats. Correct. Yeah, right. I'll allow it. What do you want me to make? I think the bats probably need to make a dexterity saving throw. I don't think you can really miss with an AoE attack. Well, I mean, you can, but... Yeah, I think the flask of oil, I still have to make a ranged attack.
4: Okay, make a ranged attack. You want me to make an acrobatics for the chandelier shenanigans? Nah, you're Gaspar. <laughs> That's the compliment I was looking for. <laughs> Thank you. That is a 19 for an unproficient raged attack.
2: Okay, all right. I will say that you, 19 is plenty to get the flask of oil exactly where you want it. Go ahead and roll damage while the bats make a deck save for half. We'll call that seven fire damage. Seven fire damage. All right. The bottle breaks and fire rains upon the bats. A few of them do drop incinerated by the blast. However, their echolocation seems to give them preternatural awareness of where this bottle is coming and they quickly duck out of the way as the bats roll a 19 on their deck save and Perry rolls a natural 20. right, which bat looked like it really dodged? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's that one? And I've lost it in the cloud. Yeah. And it's back in the cloud you said seven damage yeah okay perfect does that end your turn gaspar with the rest of my movement i'll just head behind hal okay
4: that's my turn
3: all right
2: after gaspar is hal at the end of hal's turn he saves against being paralyzed
3: this version of hal is wearing a shirt he's unstoppable
2: (laughs) this version of hal is wearing half plate actually
1: I can't see his nipples. I don't know where he's coming from. (laughs) Uh,
2: This (laughs) isn't our Hal. (laughs) Man, epimony and battle tactics are fucking weird. (laughs) This version of Hal has also rolled a two on his wisdom save, which means he is still paralyzed, and his turn ends. Ayavos. Oh, boy. I'm getting a lot of
1: mileage out of this old person. Okie dokie. Well, the objective here is to take out this super version of Hal. So, as Gaspar is getting up to his Gaspar antics up in Chandelier Town, I'm sure there's going to be some some fallout from chunks of Chandelier chain bulb falling to the ground. Iavos is going to slide backwards about 15 feet at an angle behind Penny, All so right. he still
2: has a, a view of Halifon. Paralyzed, Hal cannot make an attack of opportunity against you. Perfect.
1: Uh, Iavos is going to magically catch one of the falling bulbs in the air and hurl it at the paralyzed Hal using Catapult at point-blank range. <laughs> There's going to be broken glass and candle fire. It's going to be nasty. I believe this is a deck save that Hal has to make. That is a deck save, and And I'm casting it at third level.
2: Paralyzed, (laughs) Hal fails automatically, if I am not mistaken. That is correct. All right, so roll your damage. We're getting some synergy up in here. Jesus. I I think it's 3d8, but I need to check,
1: because something in my brain is saying d10, and I...
0: My brain wants to say that I is overpowered, but then I remembered that like a child with a stick could kill him. Yeah. (laughs) I was excited to have a 12 AC earlier.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's bludgeoning damage, isn't it? For catapult? Yep. Okay. And I know he's raging, but. Yeah. um, So
1: I'm going to cast it. I get to roll 4d8. I'm sorry, 5d8 because it's third level. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yes, that is indeed bludgeoning damage and you are going to take 23 points.
2: Is that already halved or pre-halved?
1: Unhalved, okay. Uh, as
2: you are frozen. Yep. That'll be 11 then. Nice. That Hal takes. All right. Ayabas, does that end your turn? Um, yeah, I suppose it does. Okay. And so current battlefield layout is Penny, Hal, Gaspar, right? You've made a Hal sandwich. Yes. And Iavos about 15 feet back from Penny. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think both Penny and Hal have each other's weapons inside of them right
2: now. <laughs> yes, I I believe so. Oh, no. Hal pulled his out to attack you when you walked oh, up. Oh, he sure did. And then got paralyzed. So, that makes it Perry's turn. He and his swarm of bats will swoop from the window ledge where they were down to attack Iavos, who has just isolated himself from the rest of his party. That's true. Bat bite. Bats! AC-12. Yep. All right. Bite from the bats that's a two the bats miss <laughs> <laughs> what about perry that's what i'm about to check perry he's got a better to hit see Iavos is covered in so many flaps and he's yeah. all brown and gray and ashy and they all just think he's just a big bat 14 to hit your ac iavis oh yeah all right but i am going to respond with a hellish rebuke that seems only fair go ahead and roll your damage i take damage from you first that's what triggers it yeah i know but but it's a deck save for half for hellish rebuke so you'll do some damage regardless
1: true enough and i say parry this (laughs) very good what is this d10 doing look at it how did i do that oh it's on its side
3: (laughs) what it's balanced on an edge everybody
2: so that is 13 fire damage to parry the bat What is your spell save, DC? A 14. He rolls 14 exactly, taking half damage, which you said was 13? Yes. Okay, so he takes six. All right, Iovus, you are taking eight points of slashing damage. My blood! Plus three necrotic. Ooh, a little cherry on that bite, cocktail. Well, he is a vampire. And that ends his turn. Penny, it is you. (sighs) Ah. Your wizard is being bad attacked He is and that's not good Oh, on that topic Actually, Iavos, You have just taken damage Please make me a concentration check for hold person mm-hmm. Bad attack, Bad attack Too true I got a nine Alright,
1: how? Mm. Damn. <gasps> you have
3: inspiration
1: I do and I'm gonna use it okay. I've actually oh. never
2: gotten inspired by Penny in a battle I don't think Which is why I got so excited when it came up
3: Hey, You, you never have, no
2: I rolled a 3, so that's 11. Perfect. You only needed to roll 1, I think, if you had 9 already.
3: So, Penny, your turn. Hal is still paralyzed thanks to your inspiration. This battle is quickly going south as Iavos is surrounded by bats. Penny, thinking quickly, makes a decision. Shut your mouth, you creepy creep. Now shut your eyes and sleepy sleep. And (laughs) she's going to juice a second level sleep spell and uh, drop it on filigree and the bats. Okay. And hopefully, we'll see how it goes. All right. And I'm going to center my spell above Iavos to prioritize the bats. To
2: Praetorian the bats. Yeah. That seems fair. Uh, Iavos being a wizard, he is probably mostly in the fetal position at this point anyway.
5: God, I love those chime dice so
2: much. Yeah, it's incredibly, it's like ASMR. 24 hit points, kind of low rolls. Yeah. <laughs> Centering your spell above Iavos' head, your hit points are just enough to knock the bats unconscious. One bat does not fall to the ground. You now know where Perry is. He's also biting my face, like, right now. Yeah. Like. How yeah. <laughs>
7: does
2: that end your turn, Penny?
3: You used your bardic inspiration, did you not, Iavos? Mm-hmm. I will hand you another one. Hooray! This time with less aplomb. She's just going to pull it out of her pocket and give it to you. Oh, thank you.
4: Perfect, Benny. That's exactly what I needed. I'm going to take the bonus action to aim. Point my crossbow right onto Ayavos' head that is currently being sucked on by a bat. bitten. <laughs> Bebitten. Ayavos, do you trust me? Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Roll your attack. I mean, fucking apple on the head. He's shooting a bat off my face.
0: (laughs) Oh, critical failure.
4: That's a natural 20. There we go.
2: (laughs) Oh, Kraken dice. Good stuff. Thank you, Kraken. (laughs) I was terrified that was going to be a natural one for a second.
0: (laughs) Me too. That's almost right in the fucking head.
3: (laughs) The simulation was fake, the but sim- I almost was really dead.
2: The simulation ends,
3: fail.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the attack came from Gaspar, and he's real, so I'm just dead.
5: Wasted.
1: <laughs> but with a 20, it like kills the bat, and then like puts a cigarette in my mouth and lights it.
4: <laughs> that is 37 points of
2: damage.
5: Sweet Jesus. <laughs>
2: and you doubled your sneak attack as well, right? I did, yes. All right, perfect. 37. That's a lot of damage. Gaspar, your shot. Defies all logic. (laughs) Not only do you not hit Iavos, but you pierce the bat with a crossbow bolt through the heart, and being a vampire, immediately (laughs) knock it into torpor. It falls from the sky, its form shifting. Perry lays on the ground behind Iavos, and you can see Hal suddenly come to his senses, no longer charmed by the vampire. He smiles at you, puts a hand on Penny, looking down at the blood that she drew, and says, Not bad, kid. Not bad at all. Let's go home. No further questions.
1: As the Gutter Snipes emerge shaken but triumphant from their most recent Axis quest, we see Raptors Lament approaching in full gear waiting for their own to start, as the ring clears them for
0: entry. Sadly, despite repeated letters to the Commissioner and Board of League Important People, it's still not required for teams to high-five one another whenever they pass by dramatically. But rest assured, my cran hand is far from cramping up, and there's no slot I can't stuff with fists full of envelope demands.
1: I'm sure that kind of thing is exactly what the lowest common denominator of LUQ fan would drink up.
0: Just like I'm going to slug back this victory milk in tribute to the Snipes. Oh yeah, room temp is where it's at. Dirk,
1: I asked you to limit your dairy consumption during broadcasts. It's a ludicrously reasonable request.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, flapjacks, now I'm all milky.
1: Dirk, did you just soil one of my best suits with warm
0: milk? Nah, 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 don't sweat it. I can get milk out of anything, and I mean anything. Come on, shine up for Dirky. Dirk, that is my toothbrush. <laughs> no, this is my toothbrush? I should know. I've used it every day for the last week, sometimes twice. I found it unattended, and thus by the laws of chivalry, it shall be declared mine upon oral entry. wait. You've been using it for over a week? Yep, I like how firm the bristles are. Really gets that gum blood flowing. Thanks for letting me keep it by your sink. I think I'm going to be sick. Aw, no, does toothpaste make you sick too? I started only eating it on Wednesdays and it really helped me out. Move aside!
1: Move aside!
0: Holy smokies. I've never seen 400 pounds of slate sirloin move so fast. He tossed those interns like a pair of socks on their weekly change day. Shucks. I sure hope Rusty's okay. If he gets sick, I'm going to have to start washing the silverware before I put it back in the drawer and stop borrowing his bath towel. I wouldn't want to catch whatever he has. Safety first. Oh, yeah. Uh Hi, everyone. We're done for now. You can come back later, though. Go do whatever it is you do. I'll be here when you get back. Till then, I'm going to be using some bread. Bread. To help harvest all this perfectly good floor mill. Bye.
7: <laughs>
2: I like it. Ow. No further questions. <laughs> pretty good. All right, pretty good. <laughs> outro. Pretty good. Because Law it. needs to get to work. Roll the dice. <laughs> vroom, broom. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm rolling a d4. Yeah. All right. It's... That was a fun one. <laughs> that was really fun. It's a three, which I think would be Penny, then Law, then Zachary Barkas. I That's think correct. you are correct. Hey, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I want to go around the table,
0: starting with Angelo Kaluig. I play Gaspar, the headless rogue of the phantom subclass,
2: and <laughs> vampire killer. <laughs> Simulated <laughs> vampire killer. Damn it. Yeah. I am Michael Loving I was the dungeon boy for this episode But I also played Charmed Hal Who fought the party And the closet boy <laughs> And yes, I'm also the closet boy as we continue to take precautions Against whatever mystery illness I have Hopefully not infecting The rest of the cast
3: This is Dana Ebert playing Penny Farthing Through the months of January and February In 2020, I am doing some giveaways On my Twitter, that's Dana RPG. You can win some signed stuff from me And some signed stuff from Law
1: Yes, indeed, and I am Law. I played at
0: Alvos Isadora, witness to the Withering Acre, and creative director of Slapdash Studios. And I'm Zach Marcus. I'm Dungeon Boy. I'm also the technical director for Slapdash Studios. Though this time I was not the Dungeon Boy. Thank you so much,
2: Michael. That means that Michael gets the honor of giving MVP to somebody here at the game. All right. I think MVP has to go to Gaspar. Yeah. Who not only did Hal's recommended tactic of telling the media to fuck off, but (laughs) also... (laughs) (laughs) but also got the killing shot on Perry freeing simulation how from the charm effect clutch critical plus stonewalling the press Yes. could not have done better could earns done better. earns mvp
3: every time uh play of the game um i just want to give a quick like like play of the game to everyone for the newscasters and <laughs> publications that they made up we came up with
0: all of those literally in that like, was on a the ten, spot. like 10 minutes Right after like Michael said it Yeah so. I
2: didn't I didn't want to give them prompts Because I wanted the genuine reaction When I told them that House Challenge was the press So that I I didn't tell them Come up with a journalist A publication and uh, some questions yeah. Until we started recording the episode
3: Right and like half the questions um, Like two of the four I think I asked uh, Only two of mine were like I wrote during that time, Mm. and all the others were just like riffing, and Mm. it's just just a very fun segment.
0: We did a great job of juicing each other up. This has been an absolutely fantastic uh, chapter. Thank you guys so much for taking some of the burden off my shoulders. I just bought a house. I've got so much shit going on. It looks like I'm going to be going to Hawaii uh, during uh, January and February. What a burden. I'm just going to be super super fucking busy, so I'm really sorry that we haven't been able to launch into Hero Rank the way I wanted to. Uh, If you guys are okay with it, you might see some more weird episodes coming
3: up, or not. Who knows? We'll see. Very quickly, that Hawaii trip is for work, Zach not a dick yeah I'm not just leaving just to say fuck you I have to go to Hawaii for work oh
0: no I have to go to Honolulu for work
2: yeah that's probably (laughs) fair to point out he's not taking an irresponsibly timed vacation
0: yeah so thank you guys so much if you want to learn more about our show please go to theluq.com but until next time we wish you luck